Hello, and welcome to Jokestrap, the podcast with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will talk about various things, including life as a comedian and his love of sports. Hence the name, Jokestrap. There is no set schedule for this podcast, so if you end up liking an episode and want to hear more, just follow it on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes, and we'll see you there. For now, enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey everybody, what's up? It's episode 62. It's Wes Hoffman. How is everyone doing? Welcome to the Sean Doolittle episode number 62. Anyway, um, I was just thinking earlier uh, about mini blinds. I know that's weird, but I was just thinking about them. And uh, I happened to be looking at a window. And uh, I was like, why are they called mini blinds? But then I remember, like, you know, you shut the mini blinds. And you're hoping to block out the sun and, like, anything you could view outside. But when you shut the mini blinds, you can still see a little bit little bit through those mini blinds hence the name mini blinds like it's not completely blind it's only a mini like a little that's why they call mini blinds at least that's why i think they're called mini blinds and if that's not the reason please correct me um yeah i please feel free to correct me on that if that's not the reason anyway thank you all for listening this is joke strap um let's see where should we start um well, let's start with baseball. They're in the off season right now, uh, but there's still some stuff going on. I talked uh, in the last episode about some of the signings that have happened. There haven't been too many major signings since uh, uh, the last episode, so nothing really to discuss there. But uh, something that um, kind of surprises me is uh, the Colorado Rockies being in the news about possibly wanting to um, trade Nolan Arenado. Now, they signed uh, Nolan Arenado to an eight-year deal at the beginning of 2019 uh, for about $260 million. So it's kind of interesting that they would uh, talk about trading him. Uh, granted, no one's off limits, but this is a guy that I would think, if you're the Rockies, you want to build the team around, um, sort of a la uh, Mike Trout in Anaheim. Uh, he's a fan favorite in Colorado. Uh so unless you're able to get like a tons of players for him, uh, like tons of stars that'll help your team win immediately, I don't understand the reason for trading a guy like that. Um, now Arenado does have an opt out in his contract uh, after 2021, meaning he can opt out of the contract with the Rockies and try to get a better deal somewhere else. Um, so maybe they're worried already that he's going to opt out and want to get as much as they can for him right away. Um, but that seems uh, really strange. And then, of course, any team that he gets traded to, uh, should he get traded, would then have to worry about the opt-out also. So, I don't know. I- I'll be really surprised if uh, Arenado does get dealt. Um, hopefully he stays with the Rockies. I don't know. he just look weird to me if he's not with the Rockies for like the majority of his career, if not all of it. Um, and I think that would be a bummer for a lot of Rockies fans, too. Uh, for those of you that think his numbers are inflated uh, by Coors Field, uh, no, that is not the case with Arenado at all. Um, he is an all-around good hitter, uh, has been throughout the minor leagues, throughout the majors, any ballpark, and great defender as well as evidenced by his numerous gold glove awards. Anyway, just something that I found surprising that that's even being discussed um, this just came out today in the news in baseball um, after it had already been uh, 
in the news regarding the Houston Astros. Uh, the Astros apparently uh, were cheaters in uh, 2017 and 2019 uh, using video uh, during the game uh, and uh, stealing signs from the catchers um, and basically letting their hitters know real time what pitches were coming. They're um, supposedly going to late uh, announce some sort of punishment for that uh, within a week or two from what I read. Uh, but then uh, they also reported a Dave Ken Rosenthal did um, that the Boston Red Sox apparently did something similar in 2018 using the replay videos. And uh, now there's nothing against uh, looking um, for a little things in the game when you're batting and then reporting that to your uh, teammates and saying, Hey, he does this when he throws this, like tipping their pitches and stuff verbally exchanging information is fine. It's the use of technology is where, um, they draw the line here. Um, so yeah, as the Red Sox and previously the Astros, uh, apparently have been using technology to, uh, gain information in game uh which is not supposed to happen so we'll see what kind of uh punishments come down on these guys of course 2018 the red sox won the world series so that makes it look even worse uh the fact that they possibly benefited from this um and that's why it's called cheating anyway uh but yeah if you're gonna um punish guys that take uh Steroids from not being in the Hall of Fame, you got to punish um, uh, people. Uh, you got to punish the teams that you know do this kind of stuff. It's only you can't punish one, not the other. That's what I'm trying to get at here. Anyway, um, speaking of punish, uh, the San Jose Sharks are punishing their fans by not playing well. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's been a tough go of it. Uh, the Sharks did start off uh, 2020 looking pretty good. Uh, they got a couple wins, and then uh, they had a game against uh, the Washington Capitals where they were up 4-2 to two with a minute left in the game and somehow blew it and lost 5-4 to four in overtime. Um, that was on uh, Sunday, uh, January 5th. And then uh, today... They lost to the reigning Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues, 3-2. to um, Their record is not, like, terrible, terrible, but it's not the kind of record you expect from a Sharks team um, who are consistently a team that makes the playoffs and waits to lose until then. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they are now sitting at 19-22-4. and Um and yeah, so uh, granted, the Blues are twenty-seven, ten, and seven, and coming off the Stanley Cup, but still, it's not looking good for the Sharks. Uh, today, Logan Couture was hurt. Uh, not sure how bad his injury is, but apparently, he left the arena in a walking boot, so that can't be a good thing. Uh, speaking of punishing your fans, how about them Golden State Warriors? Huh? I actually uh, went to uh, the Golden State Warriors uh, Sacramento Kings game last night in Golden One Center. Um, never been to the arena before. It's the third year in existence for the Golden One Center. Um, it's a really nice arena. I uh, really enjoyed it. Um, did not enjoy the game, though. The Warriors played pathetic. 
Um, I was hoping they would have D'Angelo Russell or Draymond Green at least in the lineup, but neither of them were. So the Warriors were basically without all their stars. They already have Curry and Klay Thompson out for most of this season, if not all of it. And now Draymond Green and D'Angelo Russell weren't playing. So, yeah, the Warriors did not look good at all. They missed like 18 three-pointers in a row before they finally made one. Um, And the Kings ended up shooting like over 50% on three-pointers, and that was the difference. Uh, So the Warriors... Ended up losing by like 13 points, 111 and 98. But um, it was actually um, not even as close as the score would indicate. The Kings had control the whole game pretty much except for maybe the first minute of the game where the Warriors took like an 8-0 lead. <laughs> and it looked like they might be on to something. But nope, that did not happen. Uh, so, yeah, so tough season for the Warriors. They're still sitting at nine wins, so hopefully they can, I don't know, right the ship, so to speak, or I don't know. Uh, Steve Kerr got ejected last night, so I did get to see that. Steve Kerr getting ejected in the second quarter. Uh, he was upset about some calls that were not made. Um, two foul calls he thought should have been made in a row, and they weren't. Uh, so he went off on the refs, said something like, uh, wake your ass up, wake the fuck up. And uh, they did not like that. And they told him to grab some bench and or go, not grab some bench, but basically leave. So he had to leave the floor. Um, apparently, uh, it's the third time he's been ejected in his career as a coach and the second time that has happened in Sacramento. So something about the air, I guess. I don't know. And finally, uh, wrapping up sports stuff, uh, the San Francisco 49ers got their first playoff game um, of the season uh, coming up on Saturday. It's going to be against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, This opponent was not very... uh, It wasn't expected, I don't think, by a lot of uh, football fans. Uh, The Vikings beat the Saints, and I think the Saints were the heavy favorites to win that game. And if the Saints had won and the Seahawks won, then the Niners were going to be playing the Seahawks again. Well, the Seahawks did win, but the Saints didn't win. They lost to the Vikings. So uh, the Vikings are the lowest seed remaining. So therefore, they are now playing the Niners on Saturday. Uh, So looking forward to watching that game. I think the 49ers can handle the Vikings, uh, but they can't just go into the game thinking, oh yeah, this is this is the lowest seed. We got this for sure. You can't be thinking that way. That's for sure. Uh, I think they did that when they played the Falcons game I went to, uh, and just kind of played with one eye closed or something. I don't know. Played too relaxed. They can't be doing that. They have to play as hard as they can, just like they would any other game. And uh, I think they can, uh, get past this round. So hopefully, hopefully that holds true. And hopefully, um, we'll see them advance to the next round. Uh, So the Saints are out of the playoffs. Uh, Another surprising team out of the playoffs are the New England Patriots. So uh, Tom Brady is out. Uh, The the Tennessee Titans, uh, I almost said the Minnesota Vikings beat them too. The Minnesota Vikings beat everyone this weekend. No, uh, the Tennessee Titans beat um, Tom Brady and the Patriots. Um, So uh, Tom Brady is out, although... 
there's talk he might retire. I really don't think he will. The thing that'll be interesting to see is whether or not he's actually going to come back with the Patriots again, or will he somehow go with another team um, if he prolongs his career. If it is the end of the career, um, his last throw as a quarterback was a pick six. So that's another reason I don't think he'll retire. I don't think he wants to end his career like that. Um Interesting quote from uh, Tennessee Titans coach Mike Vrabel uh, regarding like the possibility of uh, winning a Super Bowl. He says something like he would cut off his dick to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> like that's how much he wants to win a Super Bowl. And I was like, yeah, that's a interesting statement. I uh, I don't know. What if he gets past the AFC Championship and someone calls him up like, all right, dude, you really want this? Cut off your dick. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Coaches say the darndest things. That should be a TV show, you know? Got guys like Steve Kerr, Mike Rabel. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. Anyway, um, but yeah. So that's uh, pretty much the sporting world wrapped up. Uh, Barrier-wise, my team-wise. In case you hadn't realized by now my teams are the Oakland A's, the San Jose Sharks, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Golden State Warriors. Um, if you haven't listened to an episode yet and are wondering why did I only talk about those teams primarily, well, now you know why. Those are the teams I follow for the most part. So, um, yeah. So that's a quick wrap-up of what's going on in each of those sports. Um Moving on from sports, um, I want to talk a little bit about movies and the Golden Globes. Um, This past weekend was the Golden Globe Awards on January 5th. Um, I spent Friday and Saturday night last weekend watching a bunch of movies that were on streaming services to kind of like catch up and get some movie watching out of the way, brush up my knowledge a little bit, I guess, Um, and just because I had time. So I did it. Uh, Friday night, I watched the movie Booksmart, uh, The Report, and Late Night. Uh, Booksmart's on Hulu. Uh, the Report and Late Night are both on Amazon Prime, so if you want to watch those. Um, I really enjoyed Booksmart. thought it was really funny. Um, one of the funnier movies I've actually seen lately. Um, enjoyed that one. Um, Olivia Wilde is the director on that. Um, nice, strong female cast. And... Uh, people you may not have seen before in movies so that's pretty cool um and then uh the report was a great movie uh based on a true story about uh how cia tortured uh al-qaeda members to get information out of them and how they hid sick secrets cia was secrets anyway uh and uh adam driver stars in that movie gives a a great performance so did annette benning who plays diane feinstein so that's pretty cool um, and then a uh, late night, um, it, it was a movie about a, a gal who becomes a writer for a late night talk show host played by Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson was nominated for a Golden Globe. So I watched that one as well. Um, anyway, uh, of those three books, Mart was probably my favorite followed by the report and then followed by late night. If I was to put them in order. Uh, and then on uh, Saturday, I watched three more movies. Uh, all three of these were on Netflix. Uh, first, I watched The Irishman, uh, which is three and a half hours long. 
so I had to prep myself for that one. I did pause it a few times, um, so I, I'm glad I was able to do that <laughs> and not miss anything. Uh, it's well acted uh, all around. I really was impressed by Al Pacino. I didn't even recognize him, and that's hard not to recognize that guy, but uh, Al Pacino does a great job. So does De Niro and Joe Pesci, and uh, it's a good movie, I thought. I just, like... I mean, obviously it is long, but it actually still felt long to me. Like, it wasn't fast-paced or anything t- to me. But uh, still enjoyable film. Um, the next one I watched on Saturday was um, Marriage Story, uh, which uh, stars Adam Driver. Hey, Adam Driver again. Uh, he's in a lot of good films lately, I guess. Uh, Marriage Story and also... Um, uh, not just Adam Driver, but Scarlett Johansson's in it. And um, if you don't know what the story's about, uh, well, it's about marriage. So, and uh, uh, so uh, that's that one. And then the third one I watched on Saturday uh, was uh, The Two Popes, um, starring Anthony Hopkins. Um, and uh, it's about, uh, supposed to be inspired by true stories. Uh, about uh, Pope Francis taking over for Pope Benedict. Um, Hopkins plays plays Pope Benedict. Um, but um, from what I've read, um, it seems like a lot of it was fictionalized, which which happens for just about you know every movie that says inspired by true stories. But apparently, in the case of the two popes, like a lot of it, like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, was uh, fictionalized. Uh, it took me about halfway through the movie before I really started to enjoy it. Like, in the beginning of the movie, I was like, oh, I'm not really going to understand this movie because I'm not Catholic. I, I don't understand all this stuff that goes along with popes. But then they dived into more the relationship between Pope Benedict and Pope Francis. And the movie got better and a little funnier at that point. So I enjoyed it a little bit more as, as the movie went on uh, as far as that movie goes. Um, if I was to rank the movies I saw on... Saturday in order, I'd probably rank um, The Irishman first, followed by The Two Popes, and then followed by Marriage Story. I don't know. That's just me. Anyway, but then, of course, the big winner at the Golden Globes, or one of the big winners anyway, turned out to be a movie that's uh, not even released uh, everywhere yet, so I haven't even seen it, and that was the movie uh, 1917. Uh, I am looking forward to seeing it. I actually got a ticket to see it at the movie theater on Thursday uh, this week, so... If all goes according to plan, I will be seeing the movie on Thursday, uh, but just wasn't able to see it before the Golden Globes, which is kind of weird that a movie gets nominated when not everyone can see it. But then again, when it wins, like everyone's going to go to want to go see it now, so it's going to start making a lot of money uh, because of it, I would imagine. Um, but yeah, it does look good based off the previews. Again, 1917. Um, it's about what the ticket price was too. Now, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much all that's been happening <laughs> lately. Uh, so all the updates I got, uh, you guys, I will be at the punchline in Sacramento on January 15th, as I mentioned in my last show. Uh, so if you want to come check out that show, let me know. I'll send you over the details. Um, until then, uh, that's all for me. A short episode this time. Uh, but I wanted to record something. 
Uh, if you got some sports topics or something you want to discuss, let me know in the comments, and I'll try to do an episode on that specific topic. Uh, I think that would be fun to do. Uh, I could do a little research and stuff and give you an answer. Let's do some uh, listener feedback. Anyway, all right. Or if you got any other suggestions about anything else to talk about that you think might be interesting to get my perspective on it, then go right ahead and I'll see what I can do. All right. That's it for me, and see you all later. Bye.